Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. How long ago I'm coming live from beautiful war-torn San Francisco, them <laughs> jeans in the hotel room. We're, we're together. We're, we have a show tonight. How do you feel? Uh, pre-show jitters a little bit. Really? I, I get nervous before every show. I get nervous for shows in cities that count, but I mean, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, uh, I, I, I like this because we're going in a little blind, which I think is kind of fun. Very blind. We don't know nothing about nobody. I mean, we have a we have a small. What are you eating right now? What did you finish chewing on? It was a it was a my favorite go macro. What flavor? Protein pleasure. That's not a flavor. Yes, it is. Protein pleasure. The fuck? Peanut butter, chocolate chip, organic, vegan, gluten free. Okay, peanut butter, chocolate chip is a flavor. Protein pleasure is that's the protein pleasure is the official name that comes that's before. Your, that's your Sniffy's handle. <laughs> It does sound <laughs> sexual in nature. Yeah, that's cap. Um, hold on, let me turn your volume down just a little bit. Sometimes I just forget how loud you are. We have a small but dedicated guest list, which is it's nice and manageable, unlike some other cities. So I'm I'm good. Yeah, it does. We don't have a normal. It, 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 what it feels like is we're a band that's played a bunch of shows, and now we're doing our first festival gig with everything that comes along with that both positive and negative mm -hmm. that's that's true no, that's true so you know there's no you don't have to worry about lots of things but then you also don't get to have the pleasure of worrying about other things i love worrying, that makes sense so, yeah but we only have to show up 30 minutes before which i like mm -hmm. and we were having a guest who a guy we've never met which yeah i also like i have no idea who he is or anything about him that's what's cool it's just we're just gonna do it you know <laughs> yeah um we had a we had a nice flight in here on JSX. Mm. It was we uh, we got to arrive into a rainy, cold and wet Oakland, mm. where my my checked suit mm. was laying on the on the tarmac as I deep boarded the plane, which was nice to see. I mean, I'm just glad it wasn't in a puddle, it. but it was you know. I'm just glad everything made it. Yeah, I mean, oh man, yesterday when we got here and we like. We're like, oh, let's go get a coffee. Let's go to, let's get, you know, let's go to the original Sight Glass, like the two fourth waivers that we are, mm -hmm. you know. And it really was. I, I mean, I saw at least three people freebasing in the middle of the day, and I think yeah. the rain made it feel extra post-apocalyptic down here. Yeah, it's it's weird because we're we're staying in San Francisco where there's there's always some sort of perpetual construction going on, so like the color of the dirt in the construction areas once it rains it sort of washes and moves things around and you can't really tell which because normally it's like that's human shit 
Mm. That's dirt. And now those lines have been blurred. It's tough. Thanks to thanks to the rain. Thanks to the rain. Thanks so to So I God. don't know I don't know where to step at all in this town. I, I mean that's that's why you get in an Uber. You, you don't you don't step. But today the weather is beautiful today and it it yeah. really it changes the experience here so much. I mean, it does often for me a lot of places, but here, mm -hmm. if it's raining, I want to kill myself. If it's nice out, I'm like, damn, I, I could live here. It's not that bad, <laughs> you know? It, it it looks like New York at night. Yes. It looks like New York even during the day. It's just like yeah, depending on Mexican New York, you know? <laughs> well, I went and got a haircut Mexican at Old Mission Barber. Oh, yeah, it looks great. Hey, thank you. How the, do you are, what would you rate it on a pitchfork scale? Pretty good. Okay. Pretty good. Eight. Because the, the experience was it was so adam that we had dinner with last night mm -hmm. he was like this is my guy go see him i show mm -hmm. up this guy is i don't know 15 face tattoos you know like a giant wow. guy with face tats wild like wild tats when you start talking he's like yeah i live in richmond it's pretty rough there's a lot of shootings outside my house and he starts telling me these stories and he's like, oh, all my house arrests right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but I beat the charges. So I, you know, I only had, I did a plea. And I was, just, he was so funny, though. He was like an actually funny guy. And he was super Bay Area, like the way he talked. He was so Bay with it. He was really Bay with it that I like had the time of my life. It was so, it was, he had some great so, stories. So it took, how, how old is this, is a person? Younger than us, 34. Okay. So it took a 34 year old who has at least 15 face tats. To get you on board with the high fee lifestyle, bro. If you got four twenty tattooed under your eye, not that's what he had. That's one of several. He, he had the number four twenty under. Was his it eye. Roman numerals? Was it in the digital kind of no, alarm it was clock a nice font? Script. He was like, he was like, yeah, I was smoking on Bart. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, what? What do you mean? I'm like, were you just smoking on Bart? He's like, yeah, man, I was just sitting there smoking on Bart, and they came up to me, and they were like. I was like, give me a ticket. It's all good. And then <laughs> they ran my name <laughs> and I had several charges. Great story. Ah, though. Jesus. Okay. So he's like, all right, I'm, I'm, well, no, he's owned, he owned a barbershop. He's like, I owned a barbershop in this other neighborhood, but I was just like done with it. And I came out here. I'm all good. It's all good. Like I needed a change. Right. It sounds like basically like a year ago, he like turned his life around a mm -hmm. little bit. Happy and it was, him. it was honestly, it was a good story. <sighs> he had a really funny bark. attitude. What'd you say? <laughs> Smoking on that Bart. He had really funny attitude and a funny laugh, and he said new slang terms that I've never heard. Did anything stick? It wasn't even like that. It was like you know what I'm saying. It was like little. It was little like tags at the end of everything. Did he say yada? I mean, no. <laughs> Do you know you? You're pretty versed in the high feed. I'm, I'm out. I'm out of the game. It's been a long time since I was really. You don't have the Urban Dictionary pulled up right now, just to kind of check. It's well. That's the problem. Is the Bay Area slang? It is. It's very verse. It's you try to pin it down and you can't. Okay. It's it's, it, it's a moving target. It's it's ever changing. So every day a new word is in and a new word is out. And I, you know, I obviously don't know any of that anymore. But at a time, I was you know, I listened to a lot of Andre Nicotina. I was, I'm not familiar with Andre. I was a swag surfer. I was scraping on my scraper bike. I do know that. What is who is Andre? <laughs> he's he's kind of. He sounds like, like a Latin American. Is he Romeo Santos? Vibes? He's, he's a he's a Willie Staley kind of mainstay in his musical knowledge. He talks about Andre Nicotina a lot, but he's kind of the most infamous Bay Area rapper guy. I thought the most infamous was the was Big L. 
Big L, rest in peace. Big L, rest in peace. Well, I mean, you know, there's a lot of infamous rappers sure. from all over the country. But but Big L had a, some crossover success. Andre was more localized. Yeah, he never really had a big hit, so he was very homegrown. I mean, he still exists and is alive, so we don't need to talk about him post posthumously. But you know, he's probably old now, like in his fifties. But he was just one of those kind of you either. Honestly, I can't explain it. The music is overall pretty bad, and it has it has a heavy dusting of autism. But if you liked it when you were fourteen, yeah, it was just. I mean, he would just rap about cocaine and pimping, you know. But he has a very unique style and flow, and like he he was one of those guys where maybe like he did acid at one, you know, when he was in high school Changed his life and ain't never been the same sense it, kind of thing. Turn him around and he kept walking the other way. Like one of, one of his most famous lines is I'm a Pisces, but I'd rather be a killer whale. And then he, like he has, he has this, uh, this album, I think it's called like passion. And it's like this beautiful, the sick air, for an air, album. airbrush drawing of, of like a killer whale jumping out of the ocean so he's like uh, okay so he's into the the creatures of the sea as well as part of his kind of mm-hmm. metaphor game yeah yeah let me get let me get some of that <laughs> but yeah he's he's good i don't even know how we started talking about that but we did we we had a long dinner last night yeah we went to Keints. <laughs> we, we went to quince quince and uh quince and I, we had been before but they had redone it and it was like pretty spectacular the yeah. The renovation, like a, a full 180. I mean, second only to Emily Oberg's recent remod. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> at her at her new home no, in exactly. Beverly Hills. There was Shout less out stainless to you. steel in this in this restaurant, but well, we didn't get a, t- a tour of the kitchen, so we can't say. That's a good point. I mean, imagine where those soft woods touch the it was, steel. It was so beautiful. It was great. I mean, it was just, but I I, I couldn't. I kind of couldn't get over it the whole time I was in there because I was like, this seems like just really dialed mm-hmm. in, in a way that like i don't know places just don't look Did like you that. feel like you were taken care of yeah but also i felt like the like it was not for a place like that it felt really not stuffy which is mm-hmm. what really turns me off about those kind of meals yeah like the women next to us who just spent a thousand dollars you know were chatting us mm-hmm. up laughing about what the white truffle looked like i said bitch that white truffle looked like a rotisserie chicken <laughs> all big and lumpy but yeah it was it was the kind of place where there's and there's a special breed that only really exists in northern california of really? that of that level of of quiet wealth yeah that's on display so it's it's kind of it is both quiet and hidden and obvious all at the same time. And because we were, I gave in to uh, a few mocktail pairings mm-hmm. because you the, on the non-alcoholic. What would they call it? Non-alcoholic, not journey. It was a different, better word. It, what was it? It wasn't expression. Yeah. Yeah. Would you care for another non-alcoholic expression? And I was just like, sure, I'll have a non-alcoholic expression. Which is really unlike you. Yeah, but in a place like this, like they wanted to do it so bad that I was sure. like, it's going to be good. Everything here is good. Like the quality is so high. Beetroot it's not gonna feels be, good in a place like It's this. not going to taste like soda. But then mm-hmm. they, yeah, they did bring me some sort of guava mm-hmm. that with, with, what did they say? It was like wine it was like Pinot grapes that hadn't fermented yet. Yeah, it was just grape juice pre before it, okay, it, it okay. evolves into they, 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 wine. They could have said that in a very easy way, but of course they explained it in a very <laughs> sexy way that I didn't understand necessarily. 
and to a sober person, it was a mild trigger, mild trigger warning. It's like it's, it, the confusion level. It's like, wait a minute, people, yeah, people, because people drink like people. I don't, I, I don't. I guess I didn't like drinking that much to ever feel like I needed to like replace it with like an NA thing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But the the it was simple palate. The so. one they brought me with the main course. Or, yeah, that was the the beet juice. That shit looked like blood. I was on my Dracula swag. <laughs> looked like <laughs> Keith McNally's piss. <laughs> But it was it was good. I mean, but it's like it, it reminded me of like a food at a restaurant like that where I'm like, I can have a couple sips of this mm -hmm. and that's all I need. It's like a small plate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I just need a couple sips. Yeah, it was it was a it was a fun meal and it reminded me of the last time we went to Quince when it was a Tom Brown dinner mm -hmm. and, and you were talking about we're you're like, Oh, I sat at this table and this thing with Maggie Rogers and Lauren Sai and then this hot guy and this mm -hmm. and then Logan Lerman was in the building. Logan Lerman, <laughs> whoever that is. Who is Logan Lerman? Like a hot actor who's in who's like pretty young. But I think he he was in Perks of Being a Wallflower, but I think he's been in like a CW show or something. Okay. Well you know, Lerman was there. It was a hot room. Lerm. And then you were sort of talking about when I was there as well, and then you had a bit of <laughs> revisionist rev revised history of where i was in the seating chart you look and then i got to remind you of where i was sitting i'm a look i'm a friend of the house you're a friend of the friend of the house so th this i'm not mad i think you I, but also i think you're extremely skilled in being dropped into a situation and talking your way through it yeah yeah, yeah sure and i think that that could have backfired for others like i think i think i think that say more I think they knew what they were doing. I think they were like, we know that this guy can go tit for tat with our best customers. <laughs> and <laughs> that's the plan. So no no need to go tit for tat with cool, famous, intelligent, <laughs> talented people. Well, anybody can do that. Can that's, they? I mean, in that in that situation. I, I yes. think it was more so of like, I, I was lucky to be invited there. I did not necessarily deserve to be there whatsoever, <laughs> despite my love of food as well as my verified instagram presence <laughs> <laughs> but i think it was two sort things of like, about me i love food i'm verified yeah, you it was a little bit you you're about to sing for your supper you want this michelin meal gratis you're gonna have to entertain this filipino guy who's wearing a tom brown umbrella indoors <laughs> just because he so bought you. it <laughs> the uh when we left last night i, I was talking to the chef for a while and I think he's the owner as well. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about yeah. When we left, he we had four to go cups filled with a oh that uh, was an artisanal house hot chocolate. That was something else. That was special. That was just, nice. Just a whisper of chili. And Not I was talking to him, and he's like, "Yeah, I like, I like corduroy suits." And I'm like, "Oh, really? What what what's the what's the vibe? Like, where do you get them? What okay, do you like?" Seth Rogen. He's like, "Well, I started like I, I used to get them from Mark Jacobs like back in the day." But I, I recently started getting them somewhere else. And I was like, oh, where, where do you go? And he's like, Bottega. And I was like, oh, yes, chef. Okay. <laughs> and then he. And he, this is kind of like a gray haired, kind of 50 year old, yeah. regular ish looking. I mean, I mean he was cool. His, I like him. Yeah, he looked cool. But he's, he's wearing a chef's white. He's wearing a chef white. So we're not able to witness the swagoo. But he, he was like, he was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really, I found one I really liked there. Um, one's like a tan. Uh, one's kind of like a, a dark blue and one's like a rose mm. and i was like oh wow okay and he's like i got all three and i was like D okay, shit all right big dog 
I He's mean, like, when you find something you like, you got to buy all three, but got to buy three. And I'm like, I actually subscribe to that. Yeah. Um, I don't really, I don't have maybe the <laughs> means to subscribe to that at that level. Maybe for the Bottega keychains. Yeah, exactly. I do. I, yeah, exactly. And less more for their suiting. But it was, I was very like, and then we started talking about cameras and then he, he just was a real enthusiast. Yeah. yeah I was yeah. like, I can stay here all night with this fucking guy. Beautiful. Um, and I got, I, I guess I could have done the same as well. Cause I was really getting hammered with caviar. <laughs> it, 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 that's that's never happened to me but when i was like caviar again really yeah i guess it was three times it was three or four times i mean yeah. like i said not complaining yeah smear it on some fucking brioche and the, some the, bri- the, the that's the first time i've liked caviar really that was delicious i mean what's not to like sure but i know that it's like cool to like have chips mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. but i want an artisanal house-made mini brioche yeah I wonder if if the uh, the hollandaise changed things for you. I mean, we're going in the weeds now, chef. I don't normally like hollandaise. Like I would never order that in a restaurant, like a eggs benedict or anything. Right, right, right. But, but it did. But for in, sure. in comparison to the creme fraiche, which yes. is something that you would normally poo poo. I wouldn't poo. I just don't have any use for creamy you white stuff. No, I'm just. You know what I mean? Like I just. Okay. It's like mayonnaise. I just don't. I don't. I don't think like it enhances the dish enough. Mm-hmm. For me to, yeah, you're it. beating the bottom allegations after all. For one, finally, but the 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 creme fraiche. Where where else in my life do I get exposed to creme fraiche? That's the thing. <laughs> what is that? When when are you having that? Like in a soup? Yeah, As a garnish. Yeah, I don't eat soup. So creme fraiche is a foreign flavor and consistency to me. Yeah, no, I agree. It's and, uh, it's it's a luxury milk product that should not be consumed all the time because it is fatty, but. Yeah, you usually mix it in with a little bit just to add that little luxurious, rich tang. A tiny dollop of luxurious, rich tang. Yeah, man. What kind of soup would it pair best with? All. Oh, wow. Any soup. <laughs> no, you not throw any that soup. in a minestrone? You know, you, you roast up a little butternut squash, oh, and don't. then you got your creme oh. fraiche in one of those squeeze bottles. Oh, I'm feeling cozy. And then a little little graza olive oil on it. Not graza. And I'm going to pull out the, the pepper grinder. Tell me when to stop, big fella. <laughs> Tell me when to stop. Jason pulled out the pepper grinder. It's the size of his leg. Comes over. <laughs> Tell me when to stop. Uh-huh. Uh, fresh ground pepper? Um, no, but so we're in San Francisco. We, we, we have a show tonight. And um, then I'm you're going back to L.A. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I go back to L.A. tomorrow. I'm back to my dope ass life. I'm hey. <laughs> That's the name of your album, My Dope Ass Life. YG voice. I uh I'm I'm staying here for one extra day because I'm going to Copenhagen for Fashion Week from here on Saturday. So I have a free day tomorrow in San Francisco. SFO to CPH. SFO to well, SFO to, to SLC to AMS to CPH. AMS. To then to finally Copenhagen. Yeah. yeah, Damn, bro. I know. I mean... The the San Francisco, the the Oakland to Salt Lake flight, that's a real... That's that one. What a cock tease that is. It's like two hours. I would have thought it would be 37 minutes for some reason. No, no, no. It's it's further. That's the thing. I thought it was really short, and I looked at it, and I was like, really? What? But SLC, I believe, is a nice airport. I, I know I've been there. I don't know. I don't remember either. Never been. But last night, I learned that Delta doesn't really do a lot of direct servicing from sfo it's a, it's a united mm-hmm. town which i didn't know well this is why we don't sketch fest anymore chris uh, that's right uh but we do have a guest today yeah, and man. uh we recorded this earlier in the week with 
the legendary Jay Maskus, you know him from Dinosaur Jr., uh, a band that has been around since like the beginning of time in my mind's eye. Like, <laughs> don't, I don't, don't, I, don't say that. Jay is listening right now and you're going to make him feel old. I, no, I don't mean it like that. I just mean like they're, they're like such a part of mm -hmm. culture. They're like really ingrained. It's in, in a, your lore. In a way that a lot of bands aren't. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know what I, I mean? I agree with that. And I feel like they also are a band that like everybody likes mm -hmm. you, you know there, there's not you might like it more than somebody else but everybody's like oh yeah that's pretty good mm -hmm. nobody can hate on the d the the d junior d junior um nobody's but, hating on the d we we call we we talked to jay he was at his house in amherst in the woods yeah this was this is gonna be i don't know like a lot of people i listened to interviews with him before and he's every podcast that he appeared on the host sort of had a little prerequisite intro for the interview saying like this was a different one you know because he's he really is a man of few words in a way that is almost unbelievable he's a real whatever the opposite of yes and is that's what he, he's just yes no he speaks with his jag stang you know what i mean he does but i don't th it's i think if you're if you're unaware of what's going on, it's easy to be taken off guard, be knocked back on your on your heels, unsure what to do. It's is very like very much like fighting a Mike Tyson character. You got a game plan until you get punched in the nose, kind of thing. And talking to Jay Mascus for an hour for the uninitiated could feel like getting punched in the nose because it really is just nothing. But in the greatest way possible and it was a, a real t he was a he was not a tough nut for us to crack because we thought it was funny but i enjoyed it like i thought it was i thought it was funny because he would answer any of our fucking dumb questions but he ain't gonna expound on those questions no but we got him to talk about you know skiing of course his love for skiing his love of cycling all the all the color purple all the how long gone specials you know his sister's a hoarder we re yeah we, we really got into we it. got into it yeah it, it took me three weeks to edit this episode <laughs> because, i mean it, I, it's 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 a surrealist performance art it is not an interview or a conversation he's got his i don't want to hype it up but i'm saying stick with it it's a it's a it's not a it's not a bronco that bucks how you think she's gonna wow She'll hit you off to the side. Don't bring me to the rodeo. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Howlonggone.com is the website. We are back next week with more podcasts. Yeah, and we're going to be um, putting our some, some of our leftover merch from the shows up on the website as well as new Nalgene's finally arrived. We we ordered a bunch of Nalgene's and then they were just straight up lost by UPS. <laughs> they had to remake them. <laughs> and they had to just straight up remake them. So it, I've never heard of that before, to be honest. I have. I, I think during COVID when they would show all those videos of like trains just being like looted oh yeah yeah during covid and it was just like everyone's amazon order in the country yeah would just get stuck in ohio and then 700 people will just steal the all of your soap dispenser you ordered never <laughs> showed up um all right thank you guys for yeah listening. things are going well in america things are going great in america how long gone uh we'll talk to you soon bye-bye all right jason i want to talk to you about uh david smith uh he's got a new show opening at hauser and worth in new york at the 22nd street location 
Uh, if you're not familiar with David, uh, he is one of the most influential, innovative artists of the 20th century, mostly known for sculpture. But this guy was doing his best work in the last five years of his life, which is uh, <laughs> kind of what I'm hoping for myself. <laughs> and just to be clear, his best work was done back in the 60s. It's important to note when, when he did pass away. It is away. important to know, but the sculptures are very interesting. They're cool. Show closes April 13th. No one thing. David Smith, late sculptures at Hauser & Wirth 22nd Street Gallery. Seven of the artist's most important sculptures from the very final years. These are very important sculptures from his final years. And as much as you want to touch them, they are look, but do not. Mm -hmm. Don't make us look bad uh, is, kind of, is kind of what we're saying. Don't go in there and start knocking stuff over. <laughs> uh, David Smith uh, is now open at Hauser & Wirth in New York at the 22nd Street location. And it closes on April 13th. Got it. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Jason, hair thinning impacts a lot of us. Uh, in fact, over half of us will experience hair thinning at some point in our lives. Yeah. It's not only common... Jason, it's normal. Mm -hmm. So I think it's time to join the over 1 million people who are doing something about it thanks to Nutrafol. Hair thinning is complicated, uh, and the problem is it's actually much bigger than your hair alone. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health, mm. um, which if that's the case, Jason, then you're in top physical condition. Uh, <laughs> internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, you know I like them thick, stronger hair. It's all connected, your body. It's all connected. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code HOWLONG. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code how long. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code how long. All right, what's up, Jay? How are you? Where are you, where are you coming to us from today? I'm at home, Amherst, Mass. You've lived there for a long time, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was born here, but... uh I was in New York at some points and mm -hmm. came back and forth. How how remote? It's not super remote, but it is the woods. No, I live in a in the town. It's not that woods. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is it a, is it a it's craftsman more... style home, Jay? That doesn't sound right. Uh, <laughs> it's built in 1900. I don't know what that's okay. called. Is that Victorian? It could be Vic It could be Victorian. It could be craftsman. But I, you're the homeowner. We trust you. I would say of of we we talk to a lot of people on this podcast three a week. Musicians, a lot of similar contemporaries for you. Yeah, and you do seem to have the nicest, cleanest, tidiest house out of. <laughs> anyone true. we've spoken to in a while isn't that right chris i would agree i would agree is that something you take pride in oh wow my wife would be happy to hear that yeah <laughs> yeah okay. Okay. okay i was gonna say i wasn't sure if it was you or her who was the ocd clean freak of the of the household yeah we're uh we're really not that clean and my um sister's been staying here and she's a hoarder and i have hoarding <laughs> tendencies you have okay hold on hold okay on. okay we're trying to keep it together but it's not easy okay so 
you just happen to know your angles of where, what part, what corner of your house to show on Zoom, and we would have we have no idea about the Sports Illustrated issues piling up right in front of you. Exactly. Okay. What now? Okay, you and your sister. Obviously, if you're both hoarders, yeah, then that seems genetic. Yeah. But what what are you guys hoarding? I, I assume it's not the same thing. No, she's more into like um, greeting cards and baskets and wrapping paper okay okay and i'm more into uh albums and guitars and drums mm -hmm. and recording equipment okay i ex sneakers. i expected your answer i did not expect greeting cards uh as the uh, for your sister but is she just prepared for all holidays and events i feel like that's kind of standard hoardy stuff wrapping paper and yeah. you know you never know yeah, when yeah. you're gonna need it kind of thing i really don't ask you know I don't know. <laughs> we all have our own enough of our own problems, right? You know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Why involve myself? Yeah, the hoarding stuff is crazy. Some I I have a little hoard in my in my DNA as well. Yeah, and there's nothing really you can do about it. You just kind of have to, unless you have an intervention and you like physically hold somebody down while they're like <laughs> snot crying while you're throwing away the beanie babies for them. There really isn't anything that you can do, right? I think you can practice. Like I've gotten good at throwing stuff away. I mean, I'll still mm -hmm. hoard it, but I won't mind if it gets tossed either. Yeah, sure. sure. Well, I think it's just practice, and uh, it's just not a natural thing. So you gotta work at it. Are you yeah. are you a person who buys gear but then doesn't sell gear? Right, mostly. Uh, Okay, yeah, that's a common. That's also a common problem I've heard about from many musician friends. I'm like, yeah. oh, you can just sell it. And they're like, you could just sell it. Exactly. I don't do that. <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> I have sold stuff in the past, but it's a small percentage. Yeah. What is your What is your main instrument that you hoard? A guitar, drums? Is it analog synths? What are we talking about? I guess uh, mostly guitars and then. And maybe amps. Amps. Okay, you and you. You said you said sneakers as well. I know you have a little little streetwear in your DNA as well. What kind of what, what's the what's the number one shoe in the closet, my friend? Oh, if you had to if you had to pawn something to make rent, you know what I mean. I forget what it's called. It's a it's a dunk. Uh -huh. My uh, son knows. He's like, this is worth five grand. Where did you get this? <laughs> I'm like, uh, uh, somebody gave it to me. I don't know. That's cool. You Well, you had your own dunk, right? Wasn't there a dinosaur junior yeah. dunk? I remember that now. But somebody gave me a dunk that's supposedly worth five grand. But then I, he told me to wear it, which was a mistake. And now it's probably only worth two grand or something. That's true. Yeah. It's, you, <laughs> once you drive it off the lot, you're going to lose some value. That That, is, that yeah. is true. You don't want me wearing that shoe, brother. Do you keep them in yeah. box? Do you keep them in the box and stuff like organized? Or is it kind of no. just like, don't go into your closet vibe boxes are a real no-no at this house yeah and that's what my wife wants to throw out every box everywhere so <laughs> okay. okay and my son's my son's buying sneakers so he's trying to tell her not to throw away the box he was trying to flip some sneakers and stuff but uh -huh. yeah if, if you don't protect the box it's gonna get tossed i don't know where to even hide a box <laughs> they're just gonna get thrown out <laughs> Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Mama's running a tight ship over there. I like to hear How that. How old is your son, Jay? I'm kind of the same way. My son's 16. Oh, okay. So he's a full grown. Does he think you're cool or does he think you're a freak? Uh, I think he thinks I'm all right. Okay. <laughs> we'll take all right. Yeah. We'll take all right. What 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 uh what rap music artists does he listen to? 
Yeah, I don't even know. Uh, let's see. Playboy Cardi is that one? That's one. Yeah, yeah. That's that's prime sixteen-year-old. Yeah, yeah, that's right up his street. Sneaker collecting music right there. He's gonna go see him, or he saw him, or something. You know, there's the old school Kendrick Lamar, and that's what he liked when he was younger. <laughs> He's moved, so he moved from Kendrick Lamar to Playboy uh-huh. Cardi, which is a, a, a funny transition. Yeah. That's a step in the right direction, if you ask me. Yeah, I would agree with that. Well, yeah, Kendrick Lamar is like you know nine years old and now he's 16 so. <laughs> that's more than half his life yeah. <laughs> was was kendrick's heyday right where do you go to where do you guys go to shows but is boston the closest place i mean sometimes there are shows here but yeah boston hartford's pretty close we go to new york a lot more my speed i guess i relate to new york better than boston all three of us agree with that wholeheartedly <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so you, you've done a lot of interviews. You've done a decent amount of podcasts. Do you, do you actively like doing podcasts? Uh, I haven't really thought about it. If I like it or not, I'm just doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. You know, you know what, are you doing it? That's how I feel too. (laughs) Are you doing it? Uh, are you doing it because that's what the PR tells you to do? Or do you? Do you like doing it? You know what I mean? Like, obviously, press, like a shitty interview with a shitty local newspaper that sucks. That's one thing. But, yeah. you know, you're going on Sharpling's pod and, you know, it It sounds like you are having a good time. But I don't, I don't, I just want to make sure that this is something that you want to do, Jay. Interesting. <laughs> 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 I, I want to adopt more of this attitude. I think this is very, I, I like this. Like, I don't know, man, I'm just here, you know, and yeah. that's kind of, I feel like you let life happen to you and it's worked out pretty well so far. Yeah. I'm not really trying to uh, analyze it. I'm just, I'm just here. <laughs> right. Well, I'm, I'm an overanalyzer. I don't know if you're an underanalyzer or, or maybe you are an underanalyzer. I don't want to analyze that if I am or not. <laughs> Classic underanalyzer. Okay, okay. So, so you remind me of kind of a a greased up dolphin slipping around through life. Someone wants to grab you for something, and you go, and uh, it's it's efficient and it's it's a pleasure to watch. Sounds good. I like that. It is. It is. Yeah. (laughs) When did uh when did you live in New York? What era? Uh, let's see. Like, well, I convinced my dad that i i should go to school in new york because he was paying for college it was only like three thousand a year back then or something but mm-hmm. so i went to hunter for two spring semesters i think 87 and 88 and then i toured in the fall like the band was going already so i was just trying to hoping the band would do something by the end of college college was just trying to bide my time and have my dad pay for my existence while I okay sure yeah. was your dad was your dad big on education or was he just like this is the path that I want you on well I had an older brother and he became a lawyer so I felt like the pressure was off for me. okay <laughs> okay so you're saying your older brother kind of gave your parents what they wanted and then you're yeah. you play guitar yeah you know what that's similar in my family my sister gave my parents grandkids and i have a podcast and it's kind of like we both yeah. you know we both satisfy them in different ways does your brother represent you legally currently i don't know if i'm getting sued or anything right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean you're always getting sued for something aren't you jay yeah that's true because because like a situation where it's a you and the older brother 
is the lawyer. Either he does represent you on the rare case that you do need legal help, or you guys haven't spoken in twenty years. There's no, there's no in between. It's only those. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad to see that you guys are, yeah, plugging along. Yeah, he's more insurance. So I've had some insurance problems and okay. helped. Okay, <laughs> that's good. That's a good. That's a good line of work. And I've had some insurance problems as well. Yeah. So I know who to call now. Kind of moving forward. Mascus and associates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mascus, Mascus, and Mascus. And he's he's worked on both sides too. He's worked at for for insurance company and then against insurance company. So he knows both oh. angles. Uh, a, a lawyer who's a double dipper. Never heard of one of those before. Am I right, guys? <laughs> well, I, well, he's, <laughs> he started with the insurance, and now he's against. It's like when the FBI hires a hacker to work for the government. Right. You know all the sneaky little tricks. Exactly. We were we were talking about sneakers a minute ago, but I know that you have a relationship to streetwear in general. You wear, you've worn Mishka for a long time. I've, I, I knew Greg way back in the day. Yeah. When when what was like the earliest iteration of streetwear for you? Like were you wearing, you know, like Stussy and Supreme and stuff in the nineties as well, or is it more later in life that you fell into the hobby? Uh well my dad I guess was into clothes, so I got it he would take me clothes shopping and stuff as a what, kid. What kind of clothes what kind of clothes like suits and stuff, or was he wearing like designer of the time? He just uh Stella McCartney. He just looked pretty sharp, kind of like Maybe like a Tony Soprano okay. Okay. style or something. Okay. Okay. So he cared about his appearance. Yeah. It's it's interesting. You just don't really hear people passing down fashion sense to their children. Like every person I know who's into fashion or clothes, you just kind of have to arrive on that by yourself. Yeah. With more, I have my own style, but yeah, I think I got mm-hmm. the bug from him. Also, uh, when did the color purple into your life? I'm sure you've talked about it a zillion times. I'm sorry for asking. No, I don't think I have talked about it. I couldn't really pinpoint it, I guess. Well, growing up, sure. are you are you unzipping your coat to reveal a purple shirt right now? I am. <laughs> <laughs> For yeah. listeners at home, he just took the coat off because things are getting hot on on the pod. And to reveal an amazing piece that I would be envious <laughs> of, a nice purple long sleeve Adidas kind of jersey shirt it is a jersey it looks like a goalkeeper shirt maybe tony soprano had a pair of balls he'd wear that oh it's the track jacket okay so it's a classic track jacket adidas but in in a charming purple not a lot of people can pull it off i purple was long long uh my favorite color growing up as a child and i never knew why because i people would ask you that question all the time when you're a kid what's your favorite color it's a great icebreaker but I just liked grape flavored candy the most out of all the candies, so that's why I chose purple. Yeah. Does it have anything to do with the purple foods of the world, Jay? Are you a cabbage guy? I did like uh, uh, Welch's fro- frozen grape. Yeah. Ju- grape juice. Yeah, we're getting into it now. Yeah. I can't be the first person to who's asked you about the purple though, can I? Could be. I mean, if the answer is yes, I'll take it. I'm happy to hear it. <laughs> All right, let's let's say yes. Okay, we're gonna say yes. Give it to him, Jay. Thank you th- for throwing him a bone. Thank God. Uh, All right. Do you write with purple ink in your pens? I do like purple ink. Uh-huh. And the and the uh, you know the computer writing emails get the purple font going. So if, so if I receive the purple uh, <laughs> clock thing. <laughs> going yeah my phone (laughs) okay so if i so if i email you and get a response it's going to be in purple is what you're saying 
I guess it depends where I write it from, but usually, yeah, from the computer it would be. That's okay. nice. That's actually a nice signature touch. I have to say I've never seen, I don't think I've ever received an email in any color except maybe red, oh. but that's just to, you know, denote something important. You know, it's mm. not like a stylistic choice, I, I would say. Yeah, I, I mean, this is exciting. And also it feels like something that would be like a plot line in a movie where like, Oh, I got an email from Jay, but it wasn't in purple, and that's how you know it was a, f a false email sent from an imposter. It blows this whole case wide open. It was a fraud. It was a fraud. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this episode of How Long Gone is brought to you by Booking.com. That is Booking. Yeah. Booking.com offers so many possibilities across the U.S. Uh, from relaxing beach resorts, which you know I, I love and I'm a big fan of, love to bake in the sun to remote mountain cabins where you can go up there and work on your kind of acoustic album mm. the multitude of choices across the beautiful united states of america on booking.com allow you to book whoever you want to be i jason you know me I, i'm a different version of myself depending on where i'm traveling and who i'm with you know i mean it's always baseline oh wow it's baseline chris diva alert it's baseline chris but when i'm in australia it's different but in the u.s if i go to florida if i go to georgia if i go to california if i go to wyoming you know I, i'm going to switch up my swag a little bit Oof, i can only imagine i i just recently used booking.com to take a little uh post v-day trip up into wine country hmm. and i can't wait to see who i will be when i am there so book whoever you want to be on booking.com Booking. Yeah. Are you having a hard time coming up with new, fresh, exciting meals to cook every single day, day after day? I know I am. It's nice to take a little break from the chaos trying to figure out what you're going to cook. You know, I love my meal kits and being able to feast on a delicious meal without the long prep, cook times, driving to the store. What if the produce is bad? What if they ran out of salmon? Ugh. That's what drew me over to the Home Chef folks. Home Chef meals are effortless, even for somebody like me who isn't making it onto Top Chef anytime soon. Well, uh, I am actually going to make it maybe more so on Iron Chef, or if there's a better better thing than Top sooner Chef. Sooner than me. I mean, Let's call it Toppy Chef. It's just a little bit more on top. <laughs> Toppy Chef is going to get cut. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef design recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, or quick microwave meals that assemble in minutes, Home Chef has you and the entire family covered for delicious meals without the hassle. Uh, for a limited time, Home Chef is offering uh, our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and, and this is great for me, free dessert for life at homechef.com slash how long. That's homechef.com slash how long for 18 meals free and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash how long must be an active subscriber to receive that free dessert. Don't get it twisted. So you're normally listening to music at your house on vinyl, probably, right? Not so much Tidal or CDs? Oh, maybe mostly through the computer on YouTube or something. Really? Oh, wow. You're just, you're just like me. Okay. Li are you listening to live performances on YouTube or just whatever, whatever you want? Yeah, whatever. You name it. Uh, that's the good part about YouTube. Truly everything is on there. A song that nobody has ever heard is on there. It definitely usually really sounds better than like spotify or something really yeah are you ever doing things like listening to podcasts or maybe an audiobook yeah i ride my bike a lot and i listen to 
Howard Stern, and if that runs out, I'll go to podcast uh-huh. <laughs> as a backup. That's kind of what happened. Yeah. That's that's uh, the world is like that. When Howard Stern runs out, I guess we'll have to listen to some podcasts. So, yeah. so when you need a little time alone, a little daddy time, this is Jay Zone. You throw on the Stern and you just ride a, ride your bike. Is it like a to run errands through the city, or is it more of a mountain? You know, through a, a more scenic route. It's usually on a bike path, but often I'll stop. There's a Whole Foods on the bike path so i could do some shopping also and i have racks on the back for the yeah groceries load up the saddlebags with a f- couple cases of lacroix back home to the fam i like that when you do this ride do you ever do it on weed no okay do you ever do you ever smoke weed at all no okay is it because you are weed oh <laughs> uh, I take like weed gummies occasionally to sleep, but okay. that's about it. Okay. So you never had a big drug run or did you earlier in the days? Most just a little booze? No, every everybody always thought I was on drugs, but <laughs> back then you were the only one who wasn't. And you know. Yeah. You you don't not give off a drug vibe. Right. As somebody who uses drugs, you, you, you're not beating the charges. Yeah, I had a, my drinking phases, but not that nothing that nothing as excessive as everyone around me or anything. Well, that's maybe that's why you're still around. You know, you you kind of kept it on the rails. Yeah. So what? So what was the vice then? Other than buying pedals, you don't really need that much. Oh, jeez, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing. I mean, I think I think spending money is a vice that maybe I share because I'm I'm sober, so I can't do drugs. So yeah. buying something or exercise is the dopamine I get. You know, that's all that's all I'm chasing. Right. And and social media likes, of course, likes on social media. Of course. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So good. <laughs> I only have Strava as my only social media. Really? So you really are cycling it up. Yeah. What kind of bike are we? What kind of bike are we working with? I mean, obviously, it's got the room for cargo, so it's it's a little heftier. Got a gravel guy. Yeah, I'm mostly in the gravel bike world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You got a little surly or something? What's going on? Yeah, my main bike's the Salsa Warbird. <sighs> Salsa, which is the same company as Surly, but it's carbon and it's got electronic shifting, which I oh wow I would endorse and recommend to people. I love electronic shifting. So you got an expensive ass bike. This ain't no little single speed cute guy that you're rowing, running around town. It's not an old yeah. Japanese steel this frame real, that you built shit. up. This is what, like five, six, seven thousand dollar bike or something? Not let, not that someone's going to steal it from you on your bike path. <laughs> yeah, yeah, easy. That's that's, <laughs> that's the ballpark. Electric shifting is 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 recommended. You would say. <laughs> you just hit a button and bing. No, you, you just. Um, your shifting is all done with Bluetooth, so your cables, there's no cables to stretch. You never have to bring it to a bike shop. It just always works. It's Bluetooth. Which That's what I like. Oh, I didn't realize Bluetooth was involved. That that makes it even more advanced, I feel like. Yeah. It's, so that's like as far as it'll go without being an electric bike. Like it does everything but pedal for you is what I'm saying. Yeah, it just... The main thing is I hate going to the bike shop and it makes it so that you don't have to go to the bike shop because it always works (laughs) if you charge it. (laughs) Always works is a good investment. That's a a good investment. What is your... Okay, so on Strava, 
do you follow people and, and your friends and participate or do you just look at your data? Yeah, I follow 10 and 10 follow me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And does this 10 meet up on a one Sunday a month and you ride over to the donut shop and all kind of complain about your life for a couple hours? Could happen. Yeah, could have, <laughs> okay. It's not off the table. It would be a golf game, yeah. You play golf too? I play once a year like <laughs> clockwork. You play golf once a year? With my Strava buddies. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you and the Strava guys go out for a scramble. <laughs> We're looking 10 deep. <laughs> if you only play once Those a year. you're like, oh, I'm rusty. I haven't yeah. played in <laughs> one year. <laughs> If you only play once a year, do you Does it do you fall want on a specific holiday this one year? Or is it, you know, every flag day we hit the links? It's it's usually October. Okay. okay. <laughs> when the leaves are changing up there, it's nice. That's the weather's crisp. Yeah. What okay, but I guess what I'm asking is do you do you want to see improvement or is it more about the social aspect? Because if you're only doing it once a year, it doesn't feel like you're kind of putting in hours at the range. Or maybe he's just that good. Uh, yes. Yeah, but but we all have learned from putting in a lot of hours that that's the weird thing about golf is like practice doesn't make you better. That's why it's a weird game and yeah. you might as well just not practice because it's not going to help. Because <laughs> you'll, you'll go out there like I play once a year and you'll beat a few guys who play weekly or monthly, right? Yeah, because your first game's usually good and then your mind starts creeping in and you get worse and worse until you... You know, it's all mental. So I don't know. I definitely get worse every year, but I don't know what I can do about that. <laughs> as as my body continues to deteriorate further, I am getting worse at the game of golf. What is your what is your kind of powerhouse stroke? Are you are you hitting it long off the tee? Are you more of a greens guy? Are you sick out of the sand trap? What's the... Ma Mascus's mid-range game oh, is yeah. unstoppable. Don't let him get the three iron. Yeah, three iron is not my club. Um, <laughs> I'm good. I'm good maybe like 150 yards out maybe is my best. Okay, that's your sweet spot. And do you drive the cart or do you walk? Well, lately the cart because my friends all want to do the cart. <laughs> But when, you, I, when I played a lot, I would walk. Yeah, yeah. The, I mean, I think that's the, that's what makes it more of a sport and less of a game. If you're carrying the clubs for 18, then you're getting some steps in. So do you do you get dressed up for this, or is it more of a casual course? Is it one of the Trump courses over there? Uh, shoes and shirt is required. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so you can you can you can bring a twelve pack out there with you, bring out the bubbler, no one's really gonna bat yeah, an eye. Can, okay. You can wear Timberland boots and <laughs> you can't take your shirt off. They'll yell okay. at you. But yeah, that that's that's a that's a pretty that's a good baseline. If that's the only rule, you guys are doing okay. Learn that one the hard way. Yeah. I hate the collared shirts. That's like a for most golf courses, they're into that. That drives me crazy. You're not a collared shirt. You're not a collared shirt guy. You don't even say. A, even a even a simple purple polo. I could do it, but then I'm dressing for golf. I just want to play golf. I don't want to have to dress up to play golf. You know? Okay. What 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 things in your life nowadays do you dress up for? Funerals, I guess. <laughs> I, don't know. I was afraid you were going to say funerals. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I you don't like. I mean, because you know. Jason and I, when we do our shows, we kind of we wear suits, and I, I wear a suit or a tie fairly often, and it feels good. It's just not for you. It's it's a comfort thing, or you don't like the look. I I don't mind it. 
on an occasion, you know, but uh, I just don't do it. I, I still don't know how to tie a tie. <laughs> really? That's cool that you never had to learn. I, I respect that. Yeah, that, that's something we've been talking about on the show the last couple episodes about the a certain type of man needs to feel agile in in any situation. So the clothing and the footwear, in case you need to defend your family against an attacker or storm a capital or something, you can't wear sort of restrictive clothing or leather-soled shoes in case you need to run or something. Do you fit into that category at all? Yeah, I always have the correct gear for the weather and stuff. Yeah, that's. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's some Massachusetts swag. You you kind of have a lot of Gore-Tex ready to go. Yeah, yeah. Conceal and carry. I get it, brother. <laughs> no more. All the layers and all the, you know. Okay. Um, we've got Valentine's Day coming up in a few weeks. And what what style of Valentine are you? Are you a begrudgingly go out to the restaurant and have the shitty experience or are you the cook a thoughtful meal at home mm, even though that's mm. kind of a disappointment kind of guy yeah the first one <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I, i'm the second one and i feel like i have to turn into the first one because i can't i'm a, I'm a good cook so it's fine but it does get a little depressing staying in every year you guys both have it all wrong what you do is you give a small gift on the 14th then plan a dinner for later in the week when the kind of prefix menu craze has died down now that's way too much thought and going into <laughs> way too a two-step process yeah. no, no 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 i don't i'm just saying a two two-step two-step verification feels <laughs> feels better that's, that's not happening <laughs> <laughs> I, I I'm somewhere in between the two of you, leaning a little mascacy. I don't think guys, I want to get it done with. I'm not saying I'm not saying I love doing this. I'm saying it's what works. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to help you guys. It's not like this is my idea. This is this is something I've learned through trial and error. This, this is this is a reaction, not not <laughs> yeah, a, a dream yeah, of yours yeah. come true. Okay, yeah, Jay, do you have do you have the reservation already made? Or we're coming up on. Feb one in a week. Can you set that up for me? Yeah, yeah, sure. We, <laughs> yeah, I can. Can you just send me your resi login? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, send me your resi login and we'll see what's up in Amherst. All right. Do you guys have good restaurants there? No, there there's not a one good restaurant around <laughs> us. It's a weird thing. It's a vortex for food. What kind of well, who lives there? Because it's a college town, correct? So not even yeah. a Jimmy John's? There's gotta be a JJ. I mean, we have like the Pizza's okay, but it's overly college. You know, you can get chicken cordon bleu pizza and <laughs> sure, tortellinis sure. on a pizza. Just, mm -hmm. just stuff that. Yeah, buffalo chicken pizza. It's not the worst. It's not serious people food. No yeah. one, no one wants that. No, my kid loves that. That what's that? Chicken bacon ranch. That's the one my kids like the most. Yeah. What high school streetwear enthusiast doesn't want to eat? Exactly what you, whatever the hell you just said. You know? <laughs> yeah, that sounds. And he probably doesn't even doesn't even smoke weed yet. It sounds delicious. That's you know? but there's not like one kind of faux nice restaurant that that like feels like a country club. A little jazzy little Thai spot that's secretly good. Oh, <laughs> nothing. There are. I mean, of course there are restaurants, but they're all horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this is something that there we can do for our, for our, as we're, as we're easing out of one career path. This is going to be the chap the third chapter 
You can become a, a local restaurateur. That would be great. What for do you, you think the city? Need, what does the city need the most? Yeah, it definitely needs a restaurant. I mean, we have the people who would go to the restaurant if there was one, but it's weird. <laughs> I've traveled everywhere, and this is like the worst food anywhere, pretty much that I know of. That's unfortunate, <laughs> okay. man. And I chose to, and you chose to live here. Well, I guess you were born there, so it chose you. But if you were to open kind of your local towny spot, what would you serve? What's your kind of go-to cuisine? Um, I like Thai or Vietnamese. Okay. Yeah. I got. I got to be honest with you, Jay. If I look at you, I'm not trusting you to to sell me Thai or Vietnamese. Oh, I'm, I'm supposed to sell you food? Well, maybe lobster rolls. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Guys. <laughs> I would buy a I would buy a lobster roll from you. Definitely buy a lobster Absolutely. roll. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely buy a lobster roll. That's a good that's, that's probably my favorite food, yeah, lobster roll. You a mayonnaise or a butter guy? Well, I'll take butter if it's an option for sure. That's a mm -hmm. that's a new thing that I, I like that where that's going. Okay. <laughs> Moving away from the mayonnaises. I'm not a big lobster guy, but I, I know they're famously paired with French fries, but aren't they sometimes paired with potato chips? Yeah, I don't I don't care about the chips or <laughs> You're just there for the lobster. Yeah. Okay. So when you're in LA, are you getting like a lobster salad at the Sunset Tower? Like, what? How much do you like lobster? <laughs> no, I'll, I won't do it, and I'll just do it if I'm around on this neck of the woods, you know, Maine or yeah. Sure, you guys are famous for it. You guys are. Once once you've been buying Maine lobster, there's no reason to buy city folk lobster. It's yeah, it costs ten times as much and doesn't taste ten times as good. Okay, I'm getting. I'm we're getting a picture painted here, Jay. I like this. Right. Um, yeah, that's great. <laughs> Have you ever um, had a, a, a themed birthday party? Yeah, I do remember having a cake with a, a ski, you know, skiers on the cake, and um, the mountain was made of frosting. <laughs> that's a memory I have. <laughs> Wait, this is, hold on, hold on. Was this as a child or as an adult? Child. It's 47th birthday. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is 46. I was really into skiing that year. Yeah. Do you are you on the slopes on the regular, or did you used to be as a child, or was this just uh, a fluke? Yeah, our whole family was skiing. That was my only sport in high school. I was on the ski team. Did you transition to snowboarding at some point, or did you stick with the skis? Skis. No, no, no. Well, I mean, it sounds like he's kind of coming from an upper crust upbringing. Yeah. Lawyer brother, snappy dressing dad, ski team. I mean, you're you're you have a waspier upbringing than I assumed. I guess is what I'm saying, which we appreciate here on this podcast. Yeah, I wouldn't say waspy. <laughs> That's just what was happening here <laughs> at that time. Yeah. I mean, I think that in that part of the world, skiing is it's like living in fucking Colorado. It's like all you do is ski because that's like what's there. Yeah. Have you ever broken your leg? Both legs I broke. Yeah. <laughs> at the, not at the same time. I hope. Yeah, at the same time. Holy shit! All right. So what? Hold on. How old were you? Seven. Oh. <laughs> oh God. You. I, I guess it's better than twenty-seven. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I didn't mind it. It was kind of fun. Uh, people would push me around in the wheelchair at school and stuff. I got a lot of attention. So, so in that situation, are you in, are you in a wheelchair and your legs are just straight out in the casts or are you able to bend your knee straight out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you're getting wheeled around middle school, legs straight out. For Elementary school. Yeah. Three months? 
I don't remember, maybe a month. And then uh, then I had the knee casts. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I could kind of walk with a walker. So did, did somebody push you off a roof of a building or something? How did this work out? Oh, this was skiing. Somebody cut me off on the slopes. Was it an adult or a child? Adult. Oh, that motherfucker. Did you find him? No, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Isn't it cool that that guy's probably dead now? <laughs> It'd be cool if your dad would have chased him down. <laughs> Yeah, pistol whipped him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He ain't going to be cutting off no more. I'll tell you that. Ain't cutting off no more kids. I like that. Uh, I, Jay, I went to um, I went to Saturday Night Live for the first time on Saturday night. And, uh, wow, cool. Yeah, it was, it was fun, and I'd never been before, and I know that you've played and you've, you've been around, but <clears throat> I was pretty stunned at the – and I'd heard this before, but the, the studio is so small, oh, you know, yeah. and they make it all work in that room. Were you also kind of surprised by that when you got in there the first time? Yeah, yeah. And just how, like, pumped everybody. I can see the drugs, like how the, the energy level is so sustained for so long and it's so high. It's just crazy. I can't imagine how. Right, right, right. I, and then they have the after party, which is good because I can't imagine they could sleep till seven in the morning anyway, or something. Just they're so amped. So, so are you, <laughs> that's why the after party exists. Are you are you saying that some of these cast members are doing cocaine <laughs> during the SNL taping? I would hope so. I would hope so. Okay. I I don't think, unfortunately, I don't think they're doing that now. I think it's a lot less cool when you. But you played with the band. Is that? Am I correct? Yeah, I played with the band the night the cowbell sketch was. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Was on. That was awesome. So you just stand in and play guitar. Yeah, they played some dino songs for oh, commercials and then some blues jams. Oh, and, that's cool. I didn't know because I noticed. What I noticed also was that like the band is kind of playing the whole time, like when you're there, you know, when because when yeah. they go to commercial break, the band plays, so there's a lot more opportunity for songs. Right. Also, Chris, you mentioned it was quieter than you would think it was going to be because of the recording. They were it's all for television, not for the stage. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. It was. It was kind of. It felt muffled. Is that the quietest bit. you've ever played before, Jay? Yeah. That yeah feels <laughs> bad for you. Uh. Yeah. I was playing. It's pretty quiet actually. <laughs> <laughs> then I was on it with um, Fred Armisen's last show. I was he did a sketch where he was a uh, you know the English punk guy, and I was in his band. Oh wait, wasn't uh, what's his name from Sex Pistols in that one yeah. too? Steve, Steve Jones. Jones. Oh yeah, Steve Jones and 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 Carrie, who we just yeah. had on from Slater Kinney a couple episodes ago. Oh wow, real murderers row up there. Yeah, but you but you're bros with Tim Meadows. Is that true? Yeah, SNL God. How did you guys cross paths? I think his girlfriend booked Letterman, and the first time we were on Letterman, that's when I met him. That's cool, man. Tim Meadows is a, is criminally underrated. Yeah, he is one of the best. It's really, it's it's true. It's really true. Yeah, so I, I went to a lot of the shows too, just to hang out. And so you've been to some, several after parties, is what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't. I, <laughs> I couldn't do it. Like I physically couldn't keep my eyes open. Oh, really? I was just like, I can't. Yeah. And then I saw Steven Spielberg was there, and I was like, damn, I should have gone. I have so many great ideas. Yeah. Jay, when you're at the when you're at those after parties, <laughs> are there any unlikely people who are coming up to you and fanboying out? Like, bro, dude, you guys are so sick. Any Punishers? Famous Punishers? Uh, I feel like uh, that was me. I was doing that to people. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, Will Ferrell okay, actually who, said that about me. <laughs> who Who is in that room that you just like, normally you're probably a chill, reserved bro, but then there's 
some sometimes you see somebody and you're like, I just have to go talk to them. Who is that person? JB Smoove. <laughs> that happened to me. That happened to me like literally yeah. a month ago. We went to that. We went to this GQ party, star-studded event, yeah. tons of celebs. The only person my wife and I had to talk to. You know, I see Dua Lipas of the world walking by, and I'm like, eh. yeah, JB Smoove. I'm like, bro, JB, he's my guy. Me and my friend, yeah, we saw him, and we both started screaming, and then he started screaming, and we're just like, ah! That's pretty awesome. <laughs> just not screaming words, just general screaming. Just screaming, yeah, excitement. Excitement. Yeah. Just, just general you, are you excited for the final season of Curb coming up in a couple weeks? It's bittersweet. Well, we'll see. He said it was the last one before, so I don't know. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, what I've found, because so, the show has been, it's like 12 seasons, but I feel like it's been on for like at least 20 years now because they'll take those breaks. Yeah. But like when you watch the early episodes to an episode from today, the technology of how clear and crisp mm -hmm. the footage and the resolution is, it just feels so weird. Like I want it to look like it was filmed in 2003 where everyone looked younger. It's like you can see everyone just looks so old now for these ones, which makes me feel old, Yeah, which is why I don't want to watch it now. Oh. I don't want to see Grandpa JB. Oh, what are you going to do? Aging is part of life, Jason. I'm still going to watch that shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Jay, what do you what do you do on airplanes? Jay, you got do you get work done? Do you sleep? Do you watch movies that you didn't want to watch? Do you watch Yellowstone? What's going on? Yeah, I was just flew across the country to um, the Northwest, and there were no TVs, so I had an iPad, and I watched Slow Horses the whole third season. The good show. Nice. Tried to watch Barbie. Tried to watch... Uh, Barbie sucked ass. Maestro and... <laughs> I tried to watch also the Scorsese. Oh, yeah. Killers yeah. of the of Flower Moon. Sticking. And you couldn't, all three yeah. of them just hit the wall and fell down. Yeah. And you were on an airplane for Christ's sake. Yeah. Also, not to, not to put you in the spot, Jay, what airline are you flying that doesn't have TVs on a cross country? Alaska. Yeah. Is that, is, is that a choice? Are you a loyalist? No, that's just what goes to the Northwest. You know? Oh, okay. From you. Okay. I see. From where you are to yeah. go to like Portland or Seattle or whatever. That's where. Okay. Okay. Sometimes you get the smaller, older plans. No TVs. It's happened. Yeah. At least you had your iPad loaded up. So how, how long do you give a movie before you're like, this ain't for me? Do you have it in your mind or is it a feeling you get in your gut? I try. <laughs> Maestro maybe was the shortest I gave. I mm -hmm. couldn't take it. Somehow. <laughs> Barbie, I couldn't. <laughs> I guess the Flower Moon one I watched the longest. Okay, well that's that's I good because trying. it is the longest too. I think that thing's clocking mm -hmm. in at three hours plus. So yeah, did it used to be like this with with like Oscar bait kind of movies? You know, like back in the eighties and nineties, you would see like were you able to finish those types of movies? But back in the day, you know, I feel like it, you would at least finish a Schindler's List or something like that. If it was a difficult watch, right? Yeah, I don't, yeah I'm not sure because I, then I just saw the new Emma Stone movie and I liked that a lot. Poor things held my attention all the way through. Emma Stone, who I met, who I met at Saturday Night Live party. Is too. she a is she a dinosaur junior head or just a, a fan of you personally? I don't think she's a fan. I was a fan of her. <laughs> <laughs> she's more into the solo stuff. Yeah, I mean, maybe <laughs> she's more into the solos. <laughs> you know, I really love what you've been doing. Uh, yeah, I, I think she's a, well, you know, she, her husband, she met her husband at Saturday, he worked at Saturday Night Live, I believe. So she, and she's in the five timers club. Could have been that night that I met her. <laughs> also, did I see that you played recently with 
Dave Matthews band? Oh yeah, we got a lot of hate for that for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> why do you think that might be, Jay? People seem to hate Dave Matthews. I don't know why. He was very nice. That's funny because everyone I know loves him. Really? Yeah, I don't know either. It was just surprising that uh, he just stirs up something in some people, I guess. Yeah, he does. He yeah, does. I, th I think there's a lot of bands like that through the years where, you know, like the Nickelbacks and the Creeds and those, you know, it's either you like them or you don't. And I think as time passes, you, you kind of hate them less, like how the nation feels about Guy Fieri now, for example. Right. You know, everyone's like, pretty on board with him and i feel like there's been a, dave yeah, matthews there's been a full resurgence of dave matthews where like people our age like jason and i are in our early 40s like that was popular music when we were in like middle school yeah so like i didn't think it was cool because i was punk but now i'm like oh these these are kind of hits it was some hacky sack players music back in the day what did you do what did you how many songs did you play yeah how, how did how did you end up on stage with dmb we invited him to come down and jam and he did that was it uh, we did Cort cortez the killer uh-huh i think uh, murph gave up at maybe 13 minutes we c i could have gone longer <laughs> <laughs> okay that's not a bad run it's not a, it's not a competition it's not a competition but you could have yeah. gone longer if if that was on the table sure. <laughs> are you a fan of dave matthews band's music yourself like if let's say god forbid dave takes a turn and you have to take over like john mayer for grateful dead you'd be able to kind of get in there and pick up all the songs right um it might take me a while to <laughs> Yeah. yeah you don't have all the whole you don't catalog. have all of them memorized okay that's fine They're, they have a big catalog big catalog i was yeah, uh, yeah. i became a fan of of his through his uh howard stern interview i thought he sounded cool being interviewed mm. have you been on howard stern no i've been on the wrap-up show that's as close as i've got because <laughs> he do you i mean because he he is a known music lover but his taste leans a little more like stone temple pilots yeah <laughs> you know you know what i mean does it really yeah if you go back and look at howard stern like music performances on on uh youtube it's like yeah. shit like that it's like sound guard and, and then like post malone he's like losing his shit over post malone. also like billy joel and yeah 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 new york legend <laughs> billy joel yeah <laughs> fellow new yorker just, billy joel for some reason stone yeah. temple palace made me laugh i don't know why so do you listen jay do you listen to a lot of sirius xm satellite radio or just howard stern just howard because i i got it recently in a new car and i love it yeah use it all the time I, I quite like it because it reminds me of like the radio oh yeah my, my friend had it on in seattle and they played my new song somewhere that was kind of exciting it's like the radio again you're like, i'm on the radio <laughs> yeah here yeah <laughs> hearing your song in the car oh that's probably the dub the w xmu what is it yeah. the xmu radio is that the one where the xmu XM, yeah, yeah xmu is, is the good one yeah it's not that they don't play stuntable pilots jason if you're that's enough that's that's the that's on lithium one. yeah lithium exactly which is the best name for that station well that's a good segue when you said you have a new song we should maybe talk about that as this uh alaska flight back home to amherst is landing what's uh what's up with the new music I've got the album now. I, they gave me one in Seattle, and I guess it's coming out soon. You're saying <laughs> you went you went to Sub Pop World headquarters and they blessed you with your own vinyl? Is that what you're saying? Pretty much, yeah. Okay, okay. Do we do any colors, or are we just doing a, a classic black 180 gram? It's a really. Uh, this was a Euro pressing. It's a very nice purple 
clear, swirly Ooh. vinyl. Obviously. That's nice. Looks really good. Okay. And w do you know when this is going to be available for purchase? Let's say Feb 6th, but don't quote me on that. Feb 6th sounds good. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that'll, that'll make a nice little Valentine's Day present for our, our, our DJR oh, fans yeah, out yeah. there. I'm going to be in Australia, hopefully, during Valentine's Day, so I won't have to think about it, I guess. <laughs> okay, well, the new Dinosaur Jr. around February 6th. Purple clear swirly. If you get the Euro version. If you get the Euro version. I'll get the import. Uh, Jay, thank you for joining us on How Long Gone. It was a pleasure. Uh, we're both longtime fans. Um, enjoy Australia. All right. All right, man. We'll see you later. Cool. Thanks. All right. Not sure what the point is. <laughs>